Hi, and a warm welcome to all of you. Glad you could join our podcast. My name is Kate Pohl, and I'm head of Bank and Partner Strategy at TraxPay. This is in addition to my work in advisory consulting, coaching, and innovation research. I have a long and rich background in commercial banking. My partner is Stephen Batiste, the CTO of TIS, Treasury Intelligence Solutions. Stephen is our resident tech wizard. He began writing code at age seven and designing video games when he was a teenager. Stephen has never looked back since. Our topic today is the metaverse, what else? So without further ado, I'd like to start my interview with Stephen. So Stephen, we hear the word metaverse and multiverse and uh, well, and other topics or other terms. Is there a difference? Can you explain this? There is actually a difference and it's fairly confusing because people have different conflicting answers for this. But a metaverse is really just a digital reality. So metaverse is a simulation of the or a metaphysical dimension where all the things on the internet, stories, movies, and video games can exist. Okay. Now there's also multiverse, as you mentioned, and that's really just means it's containing multiple universes, but aligns with more with the current virtual expectations of what we have. So the metaverse is more than future of what VR and the multiverse is. Now to confuse things even more, there's also omniverse. Oh, that's no. more based on physics and just about parallel universes coexisting together. Now, Facebook actually defines metaphors as a set of virtual spaces where you create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you. So Facebook probably leading the way with metaverse in the public's perception. So Facebook will probably push the defined metaverse concept as how we come to see the metaverse in the future. Okay, so let me just make sure. So the metaverse is the digital reality. And the multiverse is multiple universes, okay? But uh, as you said, it aligns more with our current virtual experiences. Is that right? Yes, yeah. Like the multiverse is more you're on top of the internet virtual experience. Okay. Whereas the metaverse is more you're inside of the, the virtual experience. Oh, dear. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that a little bit more, you know, further on in the podcast. So, but let's right now, let's go to um, looking at the whole concept of augmented virtual and mixed reality, which we talked about in one of our podcasts. Is the metaverse actually AR or VR? It's actually both. I was afraid you were going to say that. Yes, it's both VR and MR. So AR, augmented reality, doesn't really count for the metaverse. It's more the mixed reality. And I think the mixed reality will definitely become more important as we go further along with technology and what we can do with technology. So how long has the metaverse actually been around as a concept? It seems relatively new. So it was actually coined as a term by the author Neil Stevenson who was a co-worker of mine at Magic Leap. And, wow. Yeah, and he did it back in 1992 in his science fiction novel, Snow Crash. But there is an interesting timeline of kind of notable developments that have led us to the metaverse. And it goes all the way back to 1978 with multi-user virtual environments, like usually text-based games, and they were called MUDs and MOOs. 
then in 2003, we saw Second Life. A lot of people are now comparing Second Life to the first metaverse. Then we also see Facebook Horizons, where Facebook tried to make a social VR world in 2019. Uh, Epic Games released Fortnite a couple of years ago, and that's been classed as a metaverse as well. So really, it's been around for a while, and there's been a lot of development already on the metaverse in different forms. Okay, well, we've been hearing a lot about it in the news recently. I mean, I feel like, you know, the last two, three, four weeks, there have been a spate of articles, and that's why we wanted to talk about it. But um, why has this been so prominent all of a sudden? Why do you think this is the case? I really think it's down to people are intrigued, especially now with Facebook's commitment to it. They've mentioned 10,000 new engineers just in Europe alone. They've mentioned the amount of money they're going to put into this, I think a billion a year. So I think people are just like, why is Facebook so interesting? And why did even Facebook change the name yeah. to Meta? Do you think also people just got inspired or maybe even bored because they were sitting at home? Does this have to do with the pandemic as well? I think so, yeah. There's some element of that, like people looking for the next thing and wondering if Zuckerberg's finally lost it or not. <laughs> okay. But, you know, here, you know, you mentioned uh, Zuckerberg and we, but Facebook, uh, you know, and the founder of Facebook and the CEO as a Mark Zuckerberg is facing one of the biggest PR crises in, uh, since Cambridge Analytica, uh, the scandal that many of you may remember. Uh, after a whistleblower accused Facebook of um, putting profits before user safety, why should anyone listen or trust Zuckerberg? So a lot of people have suggested it's just a PR stunt for Facebook to rebrand itself. Yeah. But I, I really don't believe that. I think Zuckerberg, based on his past, like we know that he's really into VR, and we've mentioned in previous podcasts about how he's, one of those tech billionaire nerds that wanted to live his childhood dreams of making virtual <laughs> reality a reality. Right. Uh, so I think he really does believe in the metaverse and the potential, especially the money that can be generated from it. Yeah. And I do not think it is a, a PR scandal at all. I think it is truly, he believes in it, but can we trust him or listen to him? Maybe we can listen, but I don't know if we can trust Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who we trust today, but uh, which brings us actually to the question, you know, I don't know if anyone has the answer, but is it really safe? Uh, and how will safety be guaranteed or appropriate behavior actually be policed in this new metaverse? Yeah, like we see from social media, it's not safe. It's not policeable easily. Mm -hmm. And you can use it for all sorts of agendas, as we saw with the political problems in the US during the election. Maybe you can do it more in the metaverse because you're not really yourself, you're an avatar. So maybe we'll get to, we'll get to that just a minute. <laughs> but I think it's just going to create new issues, new problems. So safety, it can't be any safer than what we have now with social media. Okay, well, that's not ter that, that that's not warming me. It's not warming the cockles of my heart, Stephen. I'm just putting that out there. But okay, so we still need to look into that. Who else is looking at the metaverse? So Apple's definitely doing so. They do a secret project called Apple Glasses or something like that, where they're trying to make the mixed reality device that everyone's going to be using in the future. It's, <clears throat> going, 
it's not been announced, but people know about it. And there's many YouTube videos discussing this. <laughs> Microsoft is also developing their own and, and taking it very seriously. They've been doing this for a while with the HoloLens AR headset. And they also have a product called Mesh that they, they're pushing big at the moment. Absolutely. And you had mentioned to me when we were talking that also Accenture is in the game. Yes, Accenture as well, that they've been trained to onboard tens of thousands of new employees during the pandemic using a virtual global HQ. So they're <laughs> kind of creating their own metaverse in order to onboard people. And it seems like it was successful from all reports. Wow, the new way of doing things. I, I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I'm very much on the fence here, I have to tell you. All right, even if you hope to avoid the metaverse, it seems that, as you just mentioned, Microsoft is bringing it to your office or rather your virtual office. Apparently all the users of Teams, here we go guys, will have the opportunity to appear as avatars in video meetings. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing it, but uh, why is this happening, Stephen? Why avatars? So Microsoft is anchoring a philosophy with Mesh that, you come not just as who you are, but as who you want to be. Ah. So instead of simply streaming live video, people will be able to appear as cartoon avatars of themselves. And yes. it also includes facial expressions expressed in real time. So you can still have emotions with your avatar. It's just, you can be something else. You can be a superhero. You can be whoever you want to be. Uh, well, but, you know, as we talked about also when we were looking at AI, that it's really not, um, it's not that far along. So some of my smiles and frowns may not come across exactly as I hoped, or am I wrong here? No, you're, you're right. As we know with AI, it's only as good as what you train it. And everyone has different spatial expressions. So they're not going to come across as expected. And the avatar is not going to be able to cope with all different facial expressions. It's only going to be as good as it's modeled. So yeah, there we go. You won't have my you, you won't have my dimples. So I don't know. I have to think. I still have to cover myself. Yeah, there's a there's a big difference between a a nice smile and a scary clown smile, <laughs> and who knows which one it'll choose for us. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting! I can't <clears throat> wait. Uh, is this merely a joke, you think, or a gimmick, or do you think it really will improve online and hybrid working? This whole idea of avatars well it makes more equal place for people there's a lot of camera shy employees it gives them an alternative and you can be there without having to show yourself which is also another problem that zoom calls have created however we know that to date microsoft's efforts to create a metaverse seem fairly modest to facebook's mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting what businesses want to adopt and which ones they don't okay. there's actually a fun fact uh, video game avatars were first actually pioneered by NASA employees in the 1970s. Wow, that really is a long time ago. Yes, it really is space technology. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? All right, so is this just a marketing ploy by Facebook or Meta, uh, as the company is now called, or do, do consumers really want it? I know we just talked a little bit about, we don't know exactly, but what do you think? So in July, Zuckerberg did say, you can think about the metaverse as an embodied internet where instead of just viewing content, you are in content. And that's something else I've mentioned on the podcasts that we were doing with Magic Leap, 
where you're no longer just sitting on content, but you're actually the contents around you. So Zuckerberg definitely takes this seriously, as do a lot of people in the tech industry who are working in this space. And he definitely sees the potential. Is, uh, is Facebook uh, and Zuckerberg and co really putting their money where their mouth is? Is there a lot being invested here? Oh, definitely. There's tens of billions going into this by all the companies. Yeah, like Facebook and Microsoft are both putting in billions and seeing it as a future. The things we see with the VR, with the Oculus at Facebook, that's really just a stepping stone towards the true dream. Is this also based on the whole the whole idea that once you've uh, once we've been sucked into social media, that um, this is just the next step? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a stepping stone to like what where can we go beyond social media? If you look at social media right now, three quarters of US-based Facebook users interact with the site on a daily basis. Instagram is 63%, wow. Snapchat 61%, YouTube 51%, and wow. Twitter is even 41%. So social media is, is part of everybody's lives. And how do you capture more people? Maybe you go after the virtual life as well. <laughs> I'm already thinking about my avatar. What can I tell you? All right. What will the metaverse really look like? What are your expectations? What can we, how can we visualize it? Well, Microsoft Teams has 250 million users worldwide. It's difficult to imagine that, but it's true. Uh, And starting in 2022, uh, you'll be able to do virtual meetings in virtual spaces, donning virtual reality and augmented reality headsets. So expectation-wise, I think we'll see stuff next year that gives us a glimpse of what the metaverse could be. But like back in 1992 with the internet, could anybody really imagine where the internet would be today? I, I yeah. don't think anybody did. Even, even, the, yeah, even the early guys like Jeff Bezos started with books and probably never envisioned where Amazon would be. So I think that's why people are putting the money in as well, because they don't know what it could be. They know it's going to, it could be big. It could be the next internet, but nobody knows, but whoever controls it will have the power. So people are placing their bets. I get it. Um, But I have to tell you, it still sounds a little bit to me like uh, science fiction. So, um, you know, how long do you think we're really away from being that part of the internet that you just talked about? I think if you look at other technological trends, at least 10 years before it truly kind of shows us what its true potential is. If we look at with the augmented reality glasses and creating mixed reality spaces, which you truly need to live inside the internet, that technology is at least 10 years away from actually being usable. Now, Apple's working on this technology and Apple's very good at kind of pushing tech innovation. So maybe it could be as early as five years before we see the glasses where we can actually just put glasses on instead of having a smartphone. We just sit with the glasses and we're inside this mixed reality world. But I would assume it's at least 10 years away just for that technology because the battery technology and the processing power technology to fit in a small environment is, is definitely going to be a challenge. Got it. And, and I have to tell you, the idea of sitting with glasses on all the time, I'm, I'm not my idea of a good time, but OK, um, I, I, I hear you. So um, 
the metaverse sounds intriguing, I have to admit, but what will it really bring for consumers? Is there every, every device that's really caught on, everything that's become big has represented a certain convenience for consumers. Um, if we look at the iPhone, et cetera, um, what convenience do we have with the metaverse or is this a completely different trend? Uh, the convenience I think it will bring is definitely the ability to just be able to interact more easily with data and information and that now exists on the internet and we interact it with our fingers on the smartphone or with a mouse and a keyboard on a computer. If we can just use gestures with our hands and the data's around us, it will create new UX experiences and that will also bring convenience. So it'll be easier to visualize. Like we've said in the previous podcast, our Google Maps would just draw the lines on the road for you to follow right. and make it a lot more convenient. So it's that kind of convenience that it will bring. Uh, the, the reason of being avatars, I'm not sure what convenience that will bring yet, but it's kind of a cool factor that I can become Superman. Well, yes, I think a lot of people like to uh, pretend, but um, you know what, what I was thinking as I was listening to you talk is that the next step is it's going to start reading my mind and know what I want to know before um, I have even have to tell it, I don't want to go there, but you know, you don't even want to know what I'm thinking. Sorry, Stephen, what do you think? I'm sure if you're currently using Facebook every day or using Google, they, they can already read your minds and predict what you're thinking. <laughs> You're just telling me that my plebeian thoughts are easy to put into quadrants. I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, nobody knows what I'm thinking. Uh, so, Stephen, any final thoughts? Yes, I really do believe that the metaverse is not a gimmick and it's going to become big. Uh, the reasons being, I've worked on video games and some of the online video games where people buy avatars and costumes that give you no benefit to play in the game. It's just purely cosmetic. Uh, some of those games make two to $3 million a day profit wow. just from those purchases. So imagine if you extend that beyond games to the social media world, like Facebook wants to do. Imagine the amount of revenue that's going to be generated. And I think that's what the players from Apple, Microsoft, and Zuckerberg, they all know this is going to be the case. And they want to be part of that big, high of money so they can start making the trillions of dollars so it's a big bet but the payoffs could be potentially massive you know but what this makes me think um is that you'll have a lot of people avoiding the reality that they should be embracing yes that and we did see that with second life people spent the life savings on buying virtual stuff that only existed in the virtual world like property, virtual property, paying for a million dollars for some virtual property, which is worthless now. Yeah, it scares me a lot, I have to say, when I when I look forward because we have enough yeah. things to deal with. We've also talked about gamification on the podcast. Yeah. And I think you mix gamification into the metaverse and this ability to buy and be the person you want to be by just paying money for that. It's a dangerous, dangerous combination. Those are words to live by. Okay, thanks very much, Stephen. And thanks to all of you who are listening to Digital Dump. Our aim is to tackle a topic of interest in the world of technology, Stephen's world, on a weekly basis. Digital Dump is now on 10 platforms, including Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. 
If you have a topic you want to hear or know more about, please let us know. Thanks and bye-bye for now. Bye, everyone.